0: Uh, I don't have the board with me, so we're going to have to just hear all the sound effects okay. in our heads. Okay. Oh, oh, no. need- Michael's Michael. going to have to hum all the sound yeah. effects. <laughs> yeah. okay. Michael, okay, hold on. give it, drop a beat. <Goodbye." Making sharcastic manera> <laughs> Sorry. I cracked myself up. I was going to do it. but
1: well, welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we're doing it. I think you should leave that in, Michael. That should be this <laughs> episode. <laughs> we're back, baby. Did you miss we're us? We're back. We're back. Hello. We recorded a bunch of episodes all at once, Yo, and we're, we're here. here. I'm Trevor <laughs> Kezon. I'm a super and today. I'm a, I'm a Zoom boy. I'm a different recording day and time boy. I'm back from a cruise. I spent like a week not knowing what time it was, because we kept changing time zones. (laughs) And
0: are you ready? Ready to hear
1: about it? It's a good time, people. Get excited.
0: (laughs) Well, I am Michael. I am a chaser. And uh, I am also a slightly discombobulated population boy, because I'm in Seattle right now for work, working for the Seattle Men's and Women's Choruses. And I'm recording, as you can probably hear, with my headset mic, because my real mic is back at uh where I just moved to outside of Vegas, which is different from where they all are it's all I'm this confused. is all it's all new, yeah, I'm confused too.
2: <laughs> Michael is officially the wandering Jew today yes, <laughs> hey, my name's Don I'm a big chubby guy living here in sunny Hollywood, and today I am very well caffeinated mm. Um, mm. i have I've been making various uh iced teas, and uh today I have accidentally made a super caffeine concoction, apparently but <laughs> <then. laughs> Woo! I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. Hi, my name is Dan
3: Oliverio, author, public speaker, and chubby chaser, and uh, I've just had a whirlwind of a Tuesday. Uh, Yeah, so I I don't have time to be discombobulated, people. I just don't have the time.
0: A whirl of wind, he says. (laughs)
1: Today, Dan, is like a... A business lady in an '80s
3: movie. I I prefer to think myself as like the cartoon character in a Warner Brothers movie with, with like bum 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 bum
1: bum. That's my day today. That's
0: that's it. That's it. Nailed it. Done. That's a wrap.
1: Yeah. Thank you to our listeners, to our Patreon subscribers. Who I, we didn't get the chaser episode out, did we?
0: No, I was working on it, and then I realized that I don't know how to post to the Patreon account, and Dan and Trevor were on vacation for a little while, so yeah. we do have that. It'll come out probably around the same time uh, this episode does, a little later this week. Awesome. Uh, but yes, uh, sorry for over-promising and under-delivering on that one, but it will be out very, very soon.
1: It's exciting. Um, lots of changes. New year, new us, same podcast. Um <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We actually, on the cruise, there was someone who came over and they're like, oh, they're like, I listened to your podcast. I was, I was trying <laughs> to uh, figure out why your voice seemed so familiar. And then <laughs> I heard you say something about the podcast. So,
0: Oh, cool. That's yeah. awesome. You, you had a little fan moment. Were they, were they cool to talk to? Wait, will they be? they'll probably be listening to this right now. So, so the answer are. is yes. They were super yes. cool to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm excited, and this is like a this
1: is a little moment for us and them. I'm not going to say their name because I don't know if they want me to say their name. But yeah, I'm talking about you. <laughs> but their yes, name you. is known. Um, so we yeah. want to
2: tell you all about what we did during our ta- time off. But we're going to tell you some uh, some news and some uh, current oh, yeah, the show. stuff first. Yeah. And it, no, th- actually, the
1: show we do this. So, this whole episode is kind of like follow ups because. Oh, oh, true. Yeah. It's, yeah these it's are true. all connected. All of. like Let's go into pop culture, the music. Okay, yeah. Put, imagine the pop culture music in your
0: heads.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Snap
0: along. Hey, I don't have my board with me, so we're having. You, you at home can hear the, the real music. We can't. Um, yeah, so this, this is. When was it that we were talking about Robert Pattinson? It must have been 2020. It was a long long time ago. Yeah. He was the spaghetti sam- what was it? The spaghetti Spaghetti burgers. The- spaghetti burgers, right? Oh my yeah. god. He- that was like May of 2020, like That takes back, me back. in the day. Yeah, takes everybody back. <laughs> time is once again god. the Well, flattest they, well you of circles. know,
3: given that sort of taste in food, this what is it the spaghetti sandwich was that
1: it? <laughs> it was like a burger with, I'm, I'm sure a listener remembers perfectly. I think the, the it was like a burger. burger. Yes,
0: it was a pasta burger. I remember yes. that. Yeah,
3: the takeaway is that it's disgusting. And the, <laughs> um, the pop culture moment is that Robert Pattinson slams male beauty standards in Hollywood, says he once ate potatoes for two weeks as a detox. I'm not surprised.
2: Yeah. yeah that, sounds like, that sounds like some brand of
3: Hollywood detox. Yeah, because detox yeah. really means suffering. That's really what detox you know, No one's no no one's got like a Snickers diet to detox. Why is it? <laughs> it's always your raw potatoes, uh juiced celery. You know, on,
0: <laughs> stop it. <laughs> juiced celery. Or as Don would call it, celery milk. Sorry. <laughs>
3: that's, a, that's
0: a little inside joke for the three of us, because Dan there. Yeah, like like um it. yeah, he's it, it and it's quite cool because he he basically um it talks breaks down again, it's not that uh not that wild of a a statement to make but the sort of obsession uh with looks and the culture of getting thin and staying thin in hollywood um but he focuses on it from a from his perspective a male perspective um he says that he hasn't doesn't have body image issues of his own that he doesn't struggle with but he's observing that this is uh across the board anybody who's acted, had done a leading role in a Hollywood movie, has has struggled with this at some point, trying to like lose the weight, take the weight off, try different diets. He said he's tried all of these different diets to stay thin and to stay screen ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just this endless struggle to look appropriate for movies. Yeah.
3: And what kills me is like he would be the person you would think most likely to not pay attention to this, like that he's naturally lean, he's naturally tall. If someone doesn't have to worry yeah. about being fat, you would think it would be Robert Pattinson, but no, that's not genes aren't good enough. You have to struggle, you have to
0: suffer, yeah, especially as you get older. Which, um, I yeah. don't know how old he is exactly. I think he's probably over 30, though, at least, right? Oh, yeah, or, oh, definitely, definitely 35 like ish, yeah. But it's he he's kind of cool because he, he's you can see that there's a personality under there, you know, hidden underneath <laughs> all of the like layers of twilight, you know, fangirling. Well, but you.
3: But- there's so many wonderful independent movies that he's done that he doesn't get nearly enough credit for. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always either Batman or Twilight, which is so unfair.
1: Um, <laughs> he was. I did like him as
0: Batman. Thing.
1: I like his description. So he describes keto as, um, oh, there's a diet where you can just eat charcuterie boards, <laughs> meat, like and cheese all the time. Um, <laughs> I love that. And but... then he was disappointed because you can't
0: have beer. Yeah. That completely defeats <laughs> <Yeah>. the purpose. <laughs> Definitely defeats the purpose. Yeah,
3: yeah. You can't have beer. But you can have all the charcuterie you want. Well, and no bread. And, and no crackers.
1: And, <laughs> and, and no fig jam. If, if you and, want and no carbs, paste. you can <laughs> have... <the> po- <laughs> <laughs> now, Dan, if you want carbs, you can go on the potato diet, where you just get to eat potatoes with oh my Himalayan salt.
0: Oh but no one is detoxing. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like we can... Thank, thank you, Rob Pattinson, for telling yeah. it like it is. You're you're a cool dude. Yes. I, I like that there are these
1: superhero actors who have to go through hell are actually starting to speak up against it, because we have yeah. talked about mm-hmm. other actors doing mm-hmm. this, and like, he's not the the Batman we need, but the Batman we deserve, or whatever <laughs> or Commissioner the, Gordon says. I always forget
0: no. how that quote one.
2: If you think Robert Pattinson's body is an important issue,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> we have an even <laughs> oh, more
0: oh important God. issue. Oh, this so is true, really So yeah.
1: true. Yeah. So
2: This is the issue of our times, Trevor.
1: Oh my God. So, okay, remember last year, <laughs> around this time... <laughs> No, nope. we were talking about the M and M's and how they were going to be more uh, diverse M and M's, diverse of or the gender redesign.
2: fluid, or I forget what. Yeah, like they took the uh, the high heels off of the female M M&M and M and gave her sneakers, something more comfy. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that and was she was not sexy anymore, yep. according to one pundit who I don't really want to even say the name of yeah. because he doesn't deserve any more airtime. We'll no, just say it spot.
2: rhymes with fucker harm, son. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: sure.
1: Um, uh. Anyway, so early, at the end of last year, they did unveil a new, um, I don't know, M&M with a, a different body type being like, there is now a female peanut M&M. Mm-hmm. It was purple. So
2: it yes. was to celebrate the new purple color added to the bag.
0: And apparently was deemed obese by said yep. fucker. Even though she's the exact same size and shape as the yellow peanut M&M.
3: Yeah. Uh, I I haven't seen any (laughs) of the NMMs with abs yet. It's so like
1: (laughs) this whole weird, like, I don't know, discourse cycle around M&Ms is just kind of exhausting. And thankfully, I didn't have to watch it play out in real time because I've been spending less time on Twitter. But it's I have like, to
2: say I am desperate for an m M&M m with abs now. I'm like <laughs> desperate for it. I want, to, I want Fucker Carson, to, Harmson, to come online and say how uncomfortable it made him to stare at those abs and how he couldn't take his eyes off. Oh, <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> and he found his hand drifting towards his crotch while looking at the M&M abs inexplicably. Well, that's,
3: because that's his whole argument. His whole argument is that, you know, the, the problem with wokeness is that I'm not hard. <laughs> I mean, um. basically
0: – that's what the M and M's yeah. thing was yeah, the, last year. That they're not. She's they're not, not sexy anymore. enough
3: anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway, so uh, so, <laughs> seemingly in response to this latest discourse cycle, M and M's announced that they were replacing their spokes candies with Maya Rudolph, and all of them. I, so I was in the middle of the ocean when I saw this, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure this is a Super Bowl thing, just given the timing and like the fact that you know the. uh, M&M's store in, like, Times Square is based on having these strange candy people that seem to give people <laughs> confusing feelings <laughs> uh, sexually. <laughs> and it turns out that was true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think they thought maybe this next step would, like, calm things down, even though it just seemed to, like, kind of escalate the the craziness. And then they finally said, like, okay, no, like, the Spokes' candies aren't going anywhere, like a super Bowl thing. Everyone calm down. <laughs> yeah, they went they
3: well, and I love the New York Times article that you talked about uh Michael or you that you you gave to the group here. Yeah. About how because they had, in the Times article, they they had people weigh in like how MMRs Mar's handled this. And that they really sort of bungled it because they yeah. inserted themselves into the culture war and then they were like, "No, just kidding." Just that, that's that's right, And what pundits were were saying is that what you should have done is like, no, if you want to take a stand for this, go ahead and do that. You
2: can't just sort of like, oh, sorry, bye. By joking with your neutrality, you made neutrality a joke. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I think that's yeah. very,
2: very what very well put, Mr. Don.
1: So they're not Something going in- anywhere. Yeah. Something interesting I realized about all of the the you know, quote unquote female M&Ms, the I don't know, female coded M&Ms because I don't really understand at this point if they're, they're trying to make the M&Ms like into just candy. All of the female M&Ms are voiced by women of color. Oh, Oh, okay. Um, which I just, I think adds an interesting layer to like the constant discourse around them is just cause like, I don't like just leave, I don't leave the M&Ms alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and poor, uh, Amber Ruffin is the voice of purple (laughs) and like, (laughs) Can I don't think she had any idea of like oh God, what this would turn into. And she's like, yeah, I'll be like a, a purple piece of candy. Sure. Because like, why would that have consequences? <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. I have this image in my head. So, you know, the uh, I can't remember his name, but the Leave Britney Alone video, like one of the oh, OG yeah, yeah. viral videos. Yes. I have Trevor and it's <laughs> M&M's. <laughs>
4: <laughs> leave her alone
1: leave I, purple kind of, alone <laughs> that's kind of how I feel I mean I like the iconic trio of Reese Summers as the green, green M&M Vanessa Williams as um, Ms. Brown the M&M and then Amber Ruffin as purple M&M like iconic trio amazing actresses that's actually
2: a talent power block right Yeah, there, like, that's, I'm impressed
1: um, I mean Billy West is the red M&M uh, J.K. Simmons is the yellow one. J.K.
0: Uh, Simmons, I love. Yes. It. Well, I yeah. freaked
1: out when I found that out.
0: Um, oh, yeah. yeah, welcome, welcome to the episode of revisiting nonsense. Yes, um, that's well, kind of what this Speaking
2: is of revisiting nonsense and advertising icons, uh, now it's perhaps it's time for Fat Watch.
0: Twenty twenty three. Uh, Sunday, Sunday.
1: Are you NBC soaring, here. everyone? Do you feel it? And then <sighs> uh, um, so we're posting a link to
2: Glamour Magazine. Yes. Uh, UK edition. you Trevor.
1: Yes. Uh, so they are discussing the backlash. Are you sensing a theme here, people? Yeah. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Gatorade's uh, latest ad featured Jessamine Stanley, plus size yoga instructor, icon, Wonderful person. Talked about her a few times on the show. Yeah. And, um, unshockingly, I guess just because everything is terrible a lot of the time, <laughs> um, people lost their minds at seeing a fat black woman
0: doing yoga better than they can. Very, by the way, very difficult yoga. Like, uh-huh. the yeah. po- I don't know the name of the pose at the end, but it's the one where you're on your head with your arms, like, latticed at your head and your feet are kind of in that, like, angled yeah. pose above your head like these were not beginner
2: like, p- beginner level p- poses
0: holy shit
3: the thing that got me is that's mentioned in the comments that is to say the article about the comments where you know some horrible person who's like like well yeah obviously she's she's doing good trying to get in shape and somebody writes back like are you, you know don't be ridiculous it takes years to be able to do that
0: <laughs> yeah like, she's, she's already, already in, shape. in shape right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but she's
3: fat so she can't so i mean that's that's all they can see
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and this was a person, this is the sort of like, you know, these are the spectrums of fat, you know, uh, anti-fat bias, which is that, yep. you know, the, you know, there's the classic like, oh God, I can't believe Gatorade's putting fat people in their ad, blah, blah, blah. But then there's what Dan pointed out, which is somebody who's ostensibly defending her by saying, oh, great. You know, she's at the beginning of her journey. Leave her alone. Oh, it's God. like, no, are you kidding me? She's a professional. Mm-hmm. She's so good at this. She's already... A fit fantastic established yoga instructor that's why she's in the commercial but
2: let me turn around real quick and just point out you know as as bitchy as this makes me as people's reactions to this make me I have to look at this again and say like this is a commercial where she is part of, an, of the ensemble she is not singled out as being less fit than the others or less worthy of being there by the commercial itself um she's shown just as beautifully as the rest of them mm-hmm. and that wouldn't have happened a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh no! I exactly. think it wouldn't have occurred to anyone to make that happen a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And the article so, absolutely acknowledges that. Yes. yes. Uh, you're right, Don. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, if, I'm sorry. This is the year of, re- of, of reframing for me. So I'm trying to see this commercial in a more positive light and, no, I, and drown I out some of the hate. And the I, commercial I, yeah, is, it is, yeah. It's the... Oh,
0: yeah. It, it's beautiful. And that's why it's our fat watch, because the article written by Lucy Partington in uh, Glamour... Like addresses the backlash first, but then goes into all of the reasons why it's that much. Basically what Don just said, which is reframing, which is looking at, for instance, in her case, the fact that she didn't used to be able to even look at a gym, much less go to one because of the fear of that Mm -hmm. exact same kind of judgment. And now she has her own. Um, inspirations in her life, the physical trainers that she's been able to find who've inspired her and empowered her to go and chase her own fitness goals, to be able to go to a gym and have it be her experience and not anybody else's experience. Yeah, and,
3: you're talking about the
0: author, the author of the article, the author, Lucy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, we, Jasmine Stanley, we've, we, I think we had her as our fat watch subject just a couple we months did. ago. Um, no, she's phenomenal. She had a, uh, she has an only fans page where she teaches naked yoga. That's what it was. Um, I,
3: I hear something that comes up for me in this. Number one is that it's UK glamour. That's, that's this. I mean, the, the Gatorade ad isn't, isn't unique to the UK. But uh, these comments are being seen in the UK, probably written by people in the UK. And this article is in UK glamour. And I'm wondering if that has anything to do with the vitriol. Whether I mean, of course, you know, uh, fat, fat, fat bias is global. It's and the, the other internet, thing, yeah. Yeah, it's the internet. But the, And the other thing, too, is I wonder if there's a special... Amplification of these sorts of comments because you're talking about a woman and you're talking about a woman of color, and I wonder if it would be, I don't know, different, lesser, if it were a fat white man
0: who was a uh, yoga instructor. Pro- yeah, probably. I if, wonder. If, yeah,
3: I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, of course, of course, he's going to get you know lambasted, but I wonder if it w- if people would feel so authorized because that's something I see is is that you know a lot of times with fat people or fat women, people feel so authorized. To make comments that would be terrible. You would never say that to them in person.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It feels like it's the difference between having, uh, you know, maybe a majority of comments saying she doesn't belong in that ad versus maybe more comments saying, oh man, it's so good that he's in the beginning of his journey doing this. Where you you Mm -hmm. still get those like, well, no, you're wrong, but it's like wrong in a less egregious way or a less, Mm -hmm. you know, a less overt sort of nasty way.
3: Yeah. And, and I think there's a lot of, like what we said before with the MMs and you know, Mr. Fucker, that, you know, my objection to this is that she doesn't make me hard. How dare they? Yeah. yeah. Which, but, I mean, is it's it, not it feels, hyperbole,
0: guys. Like, that, that's yeah.
3: he did when say you that. boil that down his like, that, That's, that's, that's what he's saying. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, but I, I hate to say it, but it to me it sounds more and more like that as part of a, like, cis male yes. attraction is to just devalue any person that... You would be allowed to be attracted to by a society because of their gender or age or whatever, but you are not. And if you are not mm-hmm. attracted to them, that's their fault, and that makes oh, them yeah. worthy of hate. Yeah, it's oh, you, course, if you deconstruct
3: you know. it, it's really that he's offended that he is mm-hmm. that this person is no longer a sexual object for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, that's he's offended by I, that.
1: <laughs> I think at the end of the day, anyone who wants to criticize Jessamine Stanley for this commercial has to. Able to do the exact pose yes. he's mm. doing in the commercial to begin to be able to comment on it because mm-hmm. that is some serious shit. Yeah, it I is. That sh- that should be like keep captcha. looking at it.
3: That should be the capture thing that you have to cl- you have to show your picture of yourself doing <laughs> before that before you can tweet. in order to comment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> imagining some I don't know uh. goober like <laughs> uh, like in front of his laptop on the ground like being like. <laughs> I'm just so blessed like, <laughs> like yeah. falling and breaking his laptop. Well, yeah. folks,
2: I want to hear how the cruise went. And I want to hear yeah. how the travels have been oh, going. Good, yeah. So much to say. So much to Onto say. On to the main subject.
0: Who wants Back to go? What's yeah. our main
2: subject today? Why don't we sum that up real quick?
0: Revisiting. Yeah. We're re- yeah. Re- re- we're
2: revisiting our beginning of the year stuff. Uh, uh talking about uh, you know, the the moves, the vacations, and staying positive over the first year and our month away, how did it go? Mm-hmm hmm. So uh, I think the biggest one is probably the I, I guess it's probably the move, really. That's yeah. probably the, the most exciting. Start yeah. with the move.
0: <laughs> OK, we can do the move. I would say the most exciting one was the cruise, but the move. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Mike and I moved to Nevada. Uh, we're not too far away, um, but it has been very eye opening as far as because, mm. you know, my dream was to have a better quality of life at home because I, I work from home. I spend most of my time at home um, and that wasn't something I could afford in the area that I was currently in, and it was this big decision basically to be able to pursue that. And so we found this place at I, I won't say the full street address, because that would be foolish on the internet, but I do want to mention that our the number of our street address is sixty-nine. Atta boy. Not twenty sixty-nine, not seventy-seven <laughs> sixty-nine, just sixty-nine. <laughs> um
3: it's four twenty sixty-nine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thirteen yeah. thirty seven. <laughs> um, it's, it's so, so nice. I have my office. I'm getting it set up. I'm doing a whole Star Wars thing. Um, the shower is, I will, I'll give Trevor some pictures to put on social media of this shower. It is, oh my God, chef's kiss. It's yeah. phenomenal. It's like all the things that we set up in the prior episode, kind of like hoping it would be, mm-hmm. oh my God. Um, the space, the vaulted ceilings. Michael mm. uh had to the, the first issue that he came up with uh was that he's been spending so much time actually with places to walk to within the house <gasps> that Not he like house. that he yeah, within the house. Like you get to one end to the other, like you have to, you know, it's more than just a few steps away, like it would mm. be in a small apartment. <laughs> um and so we had to go buy he had these Bamba slippers that he really loved, but they have no support. And so he had to buy like oh, house, yeah. like actual walking like house slippers um cuz it's actually been shockingly cold uh which mm-hmm. I'm also very much mm-hmm. enjoying um yeah oh my god that shower though i can't even it has a built in ledge to sit on i can like i mean <laughs> uh,
1: a ledge in a shower it's a huge difference getting getting to that undercarriage getting mm-hmm. that and like yeah it's
3: well and being able to sit down if you're a big boy uh the shower's can mm-hmm. be exhausting if there's nowhere to sit yeah. And these little shower shelves that you get in handicapped rooms for, or uh, accessible rooms at hotels. Um, well, Trevor has some stories to share if he wants. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know. I, I don't it, over Thanksgiving, we had a bit of a, a shower bench fail at a hotel we were staying at. And it was very oh. dramatic and sudden. And uh, some, uh, there was some damage done, but thankfully no injuries and, the hotel was really great about it. <laughs> well, and, it, cause and at I, home we
3: have at home we have a shelf like a, a like ledge, like you,
1: yeah. like you now have.
3: Uh, what about on the cruise, Trevor? Did you use? Did you sit on that little uh, I, platform?
1: Okay, so the and the cruise we had an accessible shower. It had a bench. It was actually surprisingly like hard to get down. which yeah, I was so surprised by because like to clarify, you mean that it was? It's a platform it like lift it up. That you so could then it would up would and come down. down. To, you could pull it down. Yeah. And I was like, I can't imagine, like, especially on a cruise, like, the standard, um, I feel like, accessible shower user is probably, you know, older. I'm imagining, like, an older woman in a wheelchair trying to get this bench down. Oh, impossible. And, like, yeah. I just, I can't picture it because I had a hard time just with, like, <laughs> you using put my all your full weight body it, weight. Trying
2: to get it down.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I did sit on it once briefly. But I was, I'm a little gun shy after, you know, (laughs) ripping a shower bench out of the wall. Um, It seemed pretty sturdy. I don't know. Yeah. I sat for a minute and then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to
0: bounce around uh, on it. Yeah. So how is, so I have a question because I I have a follow-up. I have a bidet story, but I'm curious, Uh, what, did you bring the little handheld travel bidet with you? I did, did. And I actually found
1: it, I don't know, more useful than I did in Vegas. Oh, I don't know why, but it just... And there were some, some times when I really needed that, and it, you know,
0: was a winner. It was, just a,
2: it was a shipboard design, you know. It was made to be used on board a ship. Oh, he it was,
0: was of water around. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was uh, a bit foolish and took a while to actually get the bidet installed. I bought what I thought was the same brand that we had. We shared the link to way, way back, I think, very early pandemic like Mm -hmm. you know end of march beginning of april 2020 i had bought those i had them at my old place got the same ones for the last place and then we moved here and i was like well let's you know i got one i was like oh i want to try out the hot water like you know version uh not fully thinking it through where the master bedroom um toilet has a sort of partition next to it Um, it's not Uh fully in another room it just has its own Mm -hmm. little space you might see it looks very hotel room esque like you might see a similar setup there Um, and you have to be able to run a hose directly from the bidet to your sink to get hot water Um, which I didn't fully realize so so I didn't install that I just used the regular setting that goes behind the toilet and um, the other problem I ran into with this particular bidet which was the same brand and they've just updated their design it used to be a dial, and you would turn the dial, you know, yeah. to the right, and it would increase the pressure, and you'd be, you could use it, and then you turn it off. It is now a uh, it, the hot water version has the dial function to choose temperature, and then it is a lever that you pull up to <gasps> actually initiate, and that is a non-starter. As no, no, discovered. no, no, no.
3: Because if, you're yeah. t- you're, if yours is anything like ours, that is a powerful jet stream.
0: Well, um, and not even do that, <laughs> as Michael was put, yeah, that, that too, like the, the tension is, you know, probably hard to control, but Whoa. Um, Michael was like my, I mean, I can't lift it. Like my, my yeah. leg is on top of it um, oh. because you, it, bidets rarely reach much further than a few inches aside from the actual toilet yeah. seat. Um, And so he, we got rid of that one. He got a different one, which is, which is much, much better. And it's also slim, which is typically a sign of cheap, but slim in the sense that, I don't know if anyone's ever installed a bidet, um, but it's a it's a layer of the material of the bidet that goes across the top of the toilet seat, right? And then you have to put your toilet seat on top of it and screw them both down to the toilet. Yeah. It's layered. It's like a sandwich. And the bidet is in the middle. And it adds space. It adds a little gap between your toilet seat and the actual toilet where it's not actually resting on top of each other. There's a little gap that's missing. Um, and this one has less of that gap, but it's a little easier to sit oh, on without
2: breaking. I, I had to replace my seat when I got my bidet. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: Um, but it's been working nicely so far. So maybe yeah. we can post an updated, updated bidet link if people want to check that out.
2: We had a pretty
3: good shower on, uh, on the cruise. It was a little small for Trevor, but that's okay. Yeah. He just left the shower curtain open because basically it, it's kind of a wet room in that it has a lot of like drainage channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would just mop up after him.
1: (laughs) Give us the overview on the cruise. Okay. Um, Where was it from? Where was it to? How long? um, It's great. So we flew into Miami and this, I've been trying to think, whatever is the opposite of an endorsement? (laughs) I guess this is like a... uh, A condonement? um, A condonement, (laughs) a... uh, A nemesis. A a nemesis. Nemesisment.
0: (laughs) Nemesisment. That's amazing. I love
1: it. assessment. <laughs> the yeah. Radisson Red Miami Airport. Oh baby. Oh. This fucking hotel. I this wrote a like strongly The, the free cruise hotel. <laughs> there was a lot going on, a- aesthetic-wise. That was like just weird, but I understand. And, and so people know that this
3: is just uh, this is the hotel we checked into because we took a flight and spent a couple of days in Miami before the yeah. cruise um, right. with some people,
1: and yeah. So. I don't know what material exactly this shower was made from. Uh-oh. But there were people that arrived before us in, who were in the group we were cr- cruising with, with, and they warned me, like, oh, the shower is so slippery, like you're going to want to put down a oh. towel or something. Oh, no. And in when we got to the room, and I was just, like, testing to see how slippery it was, so, like, I embraced, I know it is going to be slippery. I almost slipped and fell just oh like initially God. when it got wet.
0: Was it a tub?
1: No. No, it was a walk-in shower How,
3: thing. Was it porcelain? No, it was plastic. No. But it was new plastic. It was the slickest plastic they could find. It was the plastic. I don't know. If you've ever, t- you know, something really, really slick, now imagine coating it in water. Oh,
0: lawsuit plastic. Wow. That's what they call it. Yes. Lawsuit plastic. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. it
3: was. Um, Again, part of my strongly worded letter, and (laughs) they, oh my god! So we ended up putting down uh, towels and just soaking the shit out of them because you know that's what happens when you put a towel down in a shower. Mm. And then you know he needed a ledge. There was there was no ledge
1: because we had Um, booked an ADA room. Dan confirmed before we got there that we were going to have an ADA room. So of course,
0: naturally, (laughs) we did not have an
1: ADA room.
3: Of course. See, strongly worded letter. Did they just lie?
0: So did they try, they, you booked an ADA room and they just put you in a non ADA room or that was their ADA room and it just wasn't very good.
3: No, 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 no. As I pointed out in my strongly worded letter, you can, it's not like, oh, we booked a King, but we don't have a King available. No, we book an ADA room. You have to give the people an ADA room because that's sort of a non-starter. Yeah. Um, But as they pointed out, you know, the, the, the hotel was full and they only have one ADA room and they didn't care if we got it. So there it went. We didn't know who got it. Somebody got it.
1: So the cruise we were on organized by Sam King, who we had early on as a guest in the podcast. Owner uh, of owner, Travel at Large. Yeah. And who does cruising at large, Chub Chaser Cruises. There's a couple coming up this year. If you want to check it out, cruisingatlarge.com. So we were on Royal Caribbean again, which is where we cruised, you know, 2020 before <laughs> everything went crazy. Um and we booked a, an accessible uh, junior suite, which had a balcony, accessible, you know, big open shower like we've talked about. Um, Can I say
3: it was exquisite? I yes. loved our room so much. Oh, nice to hear. And unlike the hotel I just described, you, I mean, I could live in that room. It had storage <laughs> for days. Yes. I mean, oh my really? God.
1: Yes, love it, love it, love um, it. And the other big difference for this cruise is I booked a scooter. Yes. yes, I Who, remember. And you had that work yes. out? It was wonderful. Although oh, I realized good. I'm like it was not. It was not Scooty. This was Scounter. Scounter. He <laughs> <laughs> renamed him. Yes. Um, with it an, made with it, you and an umlaut. <laughs> yes. Scounter. Having the scooter made getting around the ship so much easier, especially because like this was so. This was a Oasis class ship which is like the biggest ship Royal Caribbean has, I think they're going to actually be making a larger ship that's supposed to set sail in like 2024 or something. Uh, eventually
3: you'll just be able to put the whole planet on the ship. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was, it was huge and haven't, haven't having to get around. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, there were a couple tricky things with like, um, so it's a ship. So like there's only so much space. So the, the hallways are, fairly tight um so like in the evening when we'd be going to dinner and um the the stateroom attendants would be like doing turndown and everything there would be these carts in the hallway which oh yeah um initially i try i'm like oh maybe i can go around it and there's also handrails i could not go around it it was a whole between the handrails
3: on either side the laundry cart on the one side and then trying to get skunter down the remaining space not so successful, but again, incredible service. Our cabin attendant, yes. uh, Jesse, uh, just realized that, oh, okay, when they go to dinner, I need to clear the path for Skunter.
1: Yes. Oh, wow. We didn't actually
3: tell him, we didn't actually tell him the scooter's name. I thought that would be a bit much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now having the scooter um, also made it a lot easier to like, so for certain um, ports, we didn't really have any excursions planned, but I was like, oh, well, like I want to go out and get around. So I would take Skunter out. And uh, so when we were in Labadee, like, we didn't, we're not really big beach people. Mm. So we're like, oh, well, like, let's just go out and go around the the port and the island. And we were able to just kind of go, I mean, pretty much to the other end of the island. So in Labadee, Haiti is like a kind of sectioned off portion of Haiti <laughs> that is very, like, for tourists. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, like, to the end of that section where it's like, okay, there's just sand now. Nice. but it was, it was cool. Um, and then, you know, we did the same thing in, uh, St. Martin or St. Thomas, St. Thomas, um, just kind of went around. Um,
3: Sam recommended, uh, the third party from whom we rented the scooter, uh, which yeah. was I think Scootaround. and they actually will hook you up almost anywhere in the world with a scooter. And oh, I think that the thing that's kind of amazing is that they, so, you know, you, you, call them up, you do the contract with them, you make sure it's a heavy duty scooter, you know, um because if that's what you need. And then it magically appears in your stateroom. And when you're done, hmm. you leave it behind in your stateroom, which made me so nervous, but it worked
0: perfectly. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so easy. Wow.
3: Yeah. Uh you can arrange to have it delivered to the cruise terminal, but apparently that's actually more trouble for them, not to mention you,
1: cuz you got to find each other
3: at the cruise terminal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one nice thing about, so we, you know, we booked a, uh, accessible junior suite. So because we were in a suite, we got to like go to the suite boarding area, which I think Mm. last time we had a suite, but we didn't know we could do this. So it was such like, it was a shorter line. And then we basically got to go to an area where there was seating and like coffee and donuts and juice (laughs) while everyone else had to go to this lounge
0: and jelly beans.
1: And jelly beans. Oh. <laughs> no,
2: Sam gave us that. jelly beans.
0: <laughs> nice.
2: Wait, you didn't tell us we get jelly beans if we signed with him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. God damn no. it. Um, I don't know. I will quickly <laughs> just plug the, the upcoming cruises. If, you wanted, if you're want to, if you like, oh my God, I have to go on a cruise right now. Trevor, how do I do this? <laughs> so uh, April 16th through 23rd, 2023, there's a cruise um, go, leaving out of Fort Lauderdale. And it is, uh, the stops are Phillipsburg, St. Martin, uh, Charlotte, Amalie, St. Thomas, which is where we were, Puerto Plaza, Dominican Republic, and then going back to Fort Lauderdale. And this is a
3: Chubb Chaser cruise. It's specifically for our community.
1: Yes. Oh, fun. Um, there's an Alaskan 2023 cruise. Ooh. What's what's his website if people want to go look this up? Uh, CruisingAtLarge.com and uh, ending in Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh nice. And then there, there's also uh, Winter 2024 and Spring 2024. I won't read those. Check it out. Lots of cruises. Yeah. Um, I'll just, I, I will end on the last day of the cruise, which was the perfect day at Coco Cay, which mm. I was actually, I'm like, this is probably going to be like the lamest of the things. Mm. And so perfect day at Coco Cay is an Island that Royal Caribbean owns. And it is just like designed to be a resort area for like usually the end of cruises. And we booked a, uh, an overwater cabana. Ooh. It yeah. was amazing. It sounds beautiful. I swam in the ocean for the <laughs> first time in 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, Yay. And the la- like the ladder was actually well-designed and very strong because there were a lot of you know big boys using this ladder to get in and out, and there was a lot of concern from each of them, including myself, of like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do this or if I'm going to have to like, swim around all these cabanas to get back to the shore. <laughs> and it it was wonderful. Uh oh, I yay. I'll share some pictures. It was just it was a delight and just getting to be with a bunch of friends, old friends, making new friends, um just a very fat positive environment. It was Yeah a good and time. They, when
3: you when you book it, you're allowed uh up to 8 people, but you can add on people for an extra fee. Yeah. They stock they stock a mini fridge for you. Of course, all the towels are provided. They provided snorkel equipment, mm-hmm. which was so mm-hmm. great. Uh, there's it, So it's, they really thought it out, what you're going to need and what you would want. Uh, the sound system can connect to your phone if you want. Yes. And there's Wi-Fi, so you can use Spotify.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: I was yeah. playing Go-Go. Initially, I was playing Lizzo, and Dan was not happy. But then I <laughs> started playing the Go-Go's, and that was much better for Dan. <laughs>
0: That sounds really amazing. I haven't done yes. a, a full like beachy type thing in a long time, but yeah. that sounds really, really awesome. Um, oh, I know. Well, just also, so I did take the scooter for that.
1: And I was worried about like, oh, I don't know really how this is like designed, if I'm going to be able to get there on the scooter or like whatever. Um, they had a tram where I could just like drive the scooter onto the tram. Mm. And then they dropped us off at the, the beach resort where the cabana was. And I was able to drive it down the the pier and like park it on the cabana. Oh yeah. wow!
3: Which I should add was necessary because there was so much. <laughs> there's so much. Gosh darn sand on the island. Uh, he could not have made that with schooner. Yeah. It, it it just it wouldn't have been practical. So it's not like oh he could have
2: driven, but he chose the tram. It's that you really needed the tram for that. Got, mm-hmm. Got it. So I had. Uh, I had speaking of fun driving experiences, I spent uh, Christmas up in Oregon with my parents, and then oh yeah, had to drive back and. You know, beat the rain back here.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Back to the rainy L.A., apparently. No, I
2: literally drove ahead of the rainstorm. Oh, wow. Uh, Like, things were shutting down behind me as I was driving (laughs) down to L.A. When I was heading up up there, I have to drive over what's called the California Aqueduct, Mm -hmm. uh, which sort of looks like the L.A. River. If you don't know what that is, it's sort of like a 10-foot tall half tunnel uh, that has concrete walls that, like, river sloth off goes on. When I was driving up there, there was sort of a trickle at the bottom. It looked very nice. Coming back, it the water was overflowing the sides of the banks. Wow! Um, and I saw a bridge uh, that, like a, a far, like a farmer's uh, individual usage bridge for their tractor, starting to get tear torn off its moorings. Ooh, right? Wow! Ooh. So uh, I came back to LA. I got here back in time for uh, New Year's. Had a <laughs> lovely New Year's. Um and then the rains hit and uh shortly after that our ceiling collapsed. <gasps> oh my god. Oh that's god. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh the ceiling came down in my roommate's bedroom directly on top of his bed. Um Was and, he in it? Uh he was not in his bed at that time. We were literally in the living room uh, talking about whether or not, uh, like, do we have to panic because water is coming through the electrical outlet on your ceiling?
0: Um, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, and the
2: landlord said it was fine, but...
3: Oh, uh, good. Course. <laughs> well, as long as they said it was fine.
2: You know, just a yeah, little so, duct
3: tape. A little duct tape and you're good.
2: So I talked, I talked earlier in the year about, uh, you know, trying to reframe these things as positive events. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we're doing updates, then... I am proud to say that we are still managing to stay uh, positive on all this stuff because we have a new ceiling. Landlord's paid for the new bed. And we finally have the new carpeting that I've been trying to get for five years. So uh, Mm. a whole new apartment, you know, so... (laughs) You, you have to go through some of this bullshit to get to the, the other side of it sometimes. So. You know, there's
3: nothing like a natural disaster to spur a re- renovation into into high
0: gear.
2: <laughs> I know, seriously.
0: If only that could have happened at my old place. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. Oh.
2: Uh, so yeah, keep it on, keep it on, staying positive. And uh, do we have a tip for the week, Trevor? We
1: do. Indeed we do. So I shared this on social media uh, before it happened. Um, but it is now available to watch on YouTube. NAFA, uh, as part of their webinar series, had a uh, seminar on masculinity, body image, and fat with Erin Flores, who's a registered nurse dietitian, and Andrew Willen, who's a social worker, talking about, I mean, everything, body image, eating disorders, mental health, related to fat and masculinity. Um, so I'll share the link for that. Um Excellent. There is, you know, content warning of, uh talks about trauma and body image and fat shaming, but it's. I think it's important. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet because it was just made available. I, I heard good things for people who are
0: able to intend live, so
1: check it out. Yay. Awesome.
0: I have a tip follow-up. I uh, supported the uh, Fat Folks Tarot Deck Kickstarter um, to get myself a hollow foil tarot deck, which I was very excited for. Um, they are As of this recording, they still have seven hours left. Of course, this will come out after their Kickstarter is over. Yeah. But they have made three times their asking goal. Uh, they're at just over $60,000 right now. Um, so I think you can still, maybe I'm wrong. Can you still support Kickstarters after the end? Is that something they've added uh, as a feature? Or is that uh,
1: just- I think sometimes. I don't know if that's going to be available in this case, just because this is for the final printing.
0: Got it. Um, well, anyway, I was very excited to see them have so much success with that Kickstarter because they look super cool, and I can't wait to just—I don't know what I'll use them for, but I'm gonna use them for something. Bit. Bit. How bit, about a bit, bit for today? A All bit. Right. <laughs>
2: Well, seeing as how uh, we are returning and reviewing, I thought today might be a good day to return to our limericks. <gasps> oh,
0: limericks. yes! So exciting um, throwback.
2: And so we've got limericks for all of these stories. Are all of these stories or topics or things we did in 2022?
0: Okay, at, right? on our show.
2: On our show, no, on other people's shows. Well, no. I just, <laughs> in case people don't, you
0: know, yes.
2: For a fun thing to do with your bay. Though the event's not really that gay, it's a yearly celebration for the Fat Cross Our Nation. Congratulations, it's World...
1: Obesity Day?
2: Yes! Congr- oh, right.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, I remember that. Good stuff. And
2: on, I don't actually remember when World Obesity Day is. I should have written that down. But Not
3: Fat Tuesday?
2: Be ready to uh, celebrate it when it rolls around again. All right. Our next limerick. Though it might have given us fits through its humor, was oft hit or miss. It still gave some laughs, though some jokes were gaffes. Overall, we've seen worse than... Uh... Don's... Rhymes with fits, rhymes with... N- Dun's bits? <laughs> <laughs> Overall, we've seen worse than the Ritz.
0: Oh! I forgot, was that last year? That was last year. It was a long year. It wow. was a very long wow, year. Wow, that seems like a hundred years ago. <sighs> <laughs>
2: All right, our last one. Ready? Diabetic. Well, guess them's the breaks. If you're shocked, you don't have what it takes. When this many bakers cross so many acres, can't keep up with demand for.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, sexy cakes. No. Sexy... Yes.
2: Sexy? Congratulations, Trevor. Sexy cakes. Sexy cakes.
1: <laughs>
2: I think
3: that's my new pet name for Trevor now. <laughs> hey, sexy cakes.
2: <laughs>
0: Hey Jellybean!
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, dear
2: listener, if you have a limerick for us and you would like to share it with us, we're happy to hear it. Trevor, where can they go to give us their incredible limericks?
1: Well, we're on Instagram and Twitter as at Big Fat Gay Pod. We're on Facebook as the Big Fat Gay Podcast. Give us five stars there. Give us five stars everywhere. Uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com/slash Big Fat Gay Pod. See the articles we talked about at www.bigfatgaypod. Dot com. Dot <laughs> <.com. laughs> <laughs> Man, that was actually really stressful after not having done it for so long. <laughs>
0: um, Glad we can still bring that back.
1: Well, maybe you're uh, you're finishing listening and uh, you're, you're in bed and you're getting up and then all of a sudden there's the tinkle of jelly beans falling to the floor. <laughs> um, and you, you pick one up and you look at it and it's, it's me. It's a tiny... But my eyes are closed. (laughs) And then I'm I'm awake. So
4: (laughs) watch out.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. (laughs) (laughs) Doing
2: it live. I'm hitting stop. I'm also hitting
1: stop. Oh, man.